0: Access All Areas on Foo Bar Radio.
1: Hello, good evening. Uh, welcome to another Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang.
2: And I'm Bobby Norris. How
1: are you doing, babes?
2: Yeah, so-so. Bit of a strange week. Um, yeah. It's like lockdown diaries, isn't it? I love, I, I, I live for seeing your face on <laughs> <laughs> it. Like,
1: Another update, Bob. What have you been doing? Nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Busy doing nothing. And I, I wake up with the best intentions, thinking well, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And, um, but that's the key now. Sorry, I'm not going to put pressure on myself because at night I seem to get the notepad out. I write all these lists down that I'm going to do everything. I'm going to conquer the world, Stephen. And... Um, <laughs> And then it's Come a, morning. It tomorrow, once the kettle's on and I've made my coffee, I think now. It's just trying to find the, the, the get up and go, you know, sometimes.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think everyone's struggling with that a bit. I have to say, having, although obviously, I, like I've said a million times before, I've got my day job, which is really helpful. Having really focusing on my diet and exercise, a bit like you, Bob, in the first lockdown, has been really good for my head. So um, I actually feel less stressed now than i have probably at any point in the in the whole pandemic um oh, that's good uh but you know it, it, everyone's different isn't it aren't they and it's like like amongst my friends it's like psh, psh, psh. so um so yeah but you did you you guys at tower did have some sad news last week didn't you about uh sad news about mick norcross
2: yeah it's not been a nice week um sadly i mean We don't know too much. Nothing's really been announced. But what we do know is that Mick Norcross, who was on TOWIE with us, um, passed away last Thursday um, and thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Um, Really sad because such a lovely man. Um, And Sugar Up was such a massive part, especially back in the day when we all started TOWIE. It was a Mm -hmm. massive part of the show a lot of stuff happened there a lot of our events and parties were there um and yeah it, it was a huge part of us um on and off screen so um yeah thoughts are absolutely with kirk and the family at this sad time
1: yeah it's, it's obviously been a really uh a shock to everyone isn't it and i think um that tweet that he posted before he died uh you know it, it's just uh difficult isn't it and i think um always sad when someone you know, especially at the moment, um, is struggling with anything, really. And, yeah, like you said, thoughts go out to to Kirk and, and to all of his family. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, poor guy. Um, yeah, um, and I don't I think he'd been on Tower for a while, had he? But, you know, once you're on the show, you're always part of the family, aren't
2: you? <laughs> yeah, we really are um, a family. And, uh, yeah, we hadn't been on it for quite a few years but as I say it was a really huge part especially because when we all started we back in the day it was a much smaller machine than what it's hmm. become now I mean there wasn't hardly any of us um it, and it kind of was a different show but then whereas now it is just such a huge thing and it's gone on for years and it's built up to become a it's a word that I can't say what it's fair enough for phenomenon it's that um whereas back in the day it really was and it was just us it was it was just a new thing we we did yeah yeah. we we would be there in six months let alone 10 11 years down the line definitely so we kind of all went through so much together and as i say on and off screen um sugar up really was um a massive part of our lives and um as i was saying we don't we don't know anything nothing's really been announced um that's obviously devastating and um I've had so many messages from people that are struggling on social media that have reached out and I just think it's so important for people to to speak to someone so whether that's a friend a relative a colleague um there's several amazing charities and organizations that people can speak to Um, because I think what we're all going through at the moment is a really really strange and difficult time for most of us you know um Mm -hmm. and um it's really just important for people to just to talk out that there's no weakness in saying that they're not okay no definitely i
1: think you're you're absolutely right yeah um yeah the people like samaritans and obviously you got if like you said friends family anyone anyone you can talk to at least especially at the moment because like you said we're it's as we've been saying many times before, this is unprecedented times, and you know how how you react to it is really um, unknown. You know, one day you can be fine, and the next you can crash. So, you know, it's it's a it's a roller coaster. And um, yeah, like you said, uh, thoughts are all with uh, with Mick and the, the whole Norcross family. Um, we actually have one of your Taui co-stars coming on. Well, f- former Taui co-stars uh, coming on later. We've got Fern McCann.
2: Yeah, a bit of Fernie in the house.
1: Um, So it'd be be great to meet her. She's doing um, Celebrity Best Home Cook, I believe. So um, it'd be great to catch up with her about that. Then we've also got uh, First Dates uh, star Merlin Griffiths, uh, cocktail maker extraordinaire. I've got a little bottle of something down there. I'm not drinking at the moment, but I've got something and I want to ask him a question or something I can make with it. Um, And then we've got uh, Neil Jones from Strictly, who's uh, been on the show before. Um, and he's doing some online virtual dance classes. So we're gonna talk to him about that. And of course about Strictly and, and uh, all the other things he's been up to. So yeah, uh, another, another jam-packed show. But um, there has been some, uh, some exciting uh, celebrity news this week. I don't know if you saw Bob. Now you've got a few tattoos, haven't you?
2: Yeah, quite a few. Do you know that the really random things, I don't know how many I've got.
1: <laughs> Time Would to you? count, Bob. You've yeah. got a pair of eyes, you can count.
2: You know, when it becomes hard, because when you have like a half a sleeve, what part do you class that as one or do you go for every part of it? So That's I true. Just decided, when you don't know how many you've got, you've got a lot.
1: Right, so you've got a fair few. Yeah. Now, someone else who's got a fair few is Brooklyn Beckham. Um, have you seen his new tattoo on the back of his uh, neck?
2: Is this like the essay that his other half's <laughs>
1: It is a bit of an essay. It's a love letter... From his, uh, as it's signed off, future wifey, which is a term that makes my body want to turn inside out um, with cringe, um, but uh, and it's all about how when you read this, you know, don't be anxious and blah blah blah. Well, first of all, how are you going to read it? Because on the back of your neck. Even if you look in a mirror, it's going to be the wrong way round. I think
2: that would uh, make me anxious not being able to read it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like God, does I it look all right? <laughs> I mean, to me personally, I think it's a bit much. I don't know if I would, even if I did have a partner, I'm not sure I'd be scrawling bits and bobs of their writing all over my body. Uh, What do you think, Bob?
2: For me, tattoos are like art. Yeah. And everyone's taste is different, whether it's the way you decorate your house, if you're into art, or even just prints and pictures, what people have in their house. So for me, tattoos are a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. I have always been of the kind of mentality that I would never have a boyfriend's name on me. Whether that would be different if I got married, I would absolutely have my children. Mm-hmm. In fact, I guarantee I will. Um, but I, I've just known so many people that, where the relationship ain't quite worked out. And uh, ended, they end up with names and initials all over them. Whereas for me, if something's kind of got a meaning that you're never going to regret. Um, yeah. So for me, it's a hard one. It, it, it's a tricky one. Children, absolutely. Partners, as in boyfriend, girlfriend, I wouldn't. Husband, not sure. Um,
1: I guess I, 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 would say, I almost think it's kind of an insecurity, right? Like, I need to declare on my body how much I... I'm obsessed with you. Uh, surely there are better ways. I don't know than than branding yourself <laughs> with someone's name or, or in this case, a pair of eyes, a full letter, his her grand had passed away grandmother's name. Um, I think her name. Um, various other other things he's got on his body. He's 21. You know yeah. why? I did, I don't know. It seems odd to me. I don't know. And do you I, think there's some kind of insecurity about it? I don't know. Just Maybe it's just me.
2: See, the thing is, because well, I'm, I'm always thinking down the line, and you know me, ever the optimist, and all about <laughs> the positivity, but let's be a realist. Um, if something wasn't to work out, which obviously is devastating if a marriage doesn't, but if it doesn't, I don't know how I'd feel about being with someone that had anything to do with their ex tattooed on them, because I know I would look at that and always, I mean, let's face it, we all know when we meet new partners, they generally have exes and they've of got issues yeah. with them and we accept that, that's life. But when, would I like to look at a, a love letter from the ex-fella <laughs> on any part of his body? Absolutely not. Would it be something i bring up in a row? Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: where's my love letter on your body, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you didn't it's, write me one. Oh, yeah,
2: well, I'll get, that, I'll get to that. <laughs> it's a strange one. Uh, for me, as I say, I, I love the kind of the deep, deep-rooted, I'm sure, the subliminal message is romance. And I kind of mm-hmm. love that, that, that cuteness. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you're even, because if you look back at old tweets you've sent, even years <laughs> later, do you know what I mean? You think how you speak changes what you write. Yeah. Is she, when she's 58, on her way to Sainsbury's or uh, whatever shop she's off to, is she going to look at his neck when he's doing a three-point turn and think, oh, I wish I'd have changed this, I should have changed that? I guess it remains to be seen, but True. I love the Beckers. I love a little bit of Vicky B and David. And, um, Fair enough, Yeah. And let's face it, his dad is the king of the tattoos. His dad's got some stunning tattoos. He his does, dad yeah. is stunning full stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, it's cute and lovely. But as just say, 21, it, there's, um, there's still time to, to, well, there's a lot of living to do when you're 21. Yeah,
1: that's exactly, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, I guess remains to be seen how, uh, how successful the relationship is. They're engaged, so who knows? You never know. Exactly. It may all work out and we may be proved wrong. I'm going to think that we probably won't be, but who knows? That doesn't mean we won't. Um, What did you, I don't know if you uh, saw as well, Katie Price did a documentary, didn't she? I know, we. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago maybe, Mm. and she's uh, opened up about um, finding a place for her son Harvey, who's turned 18. She's trying to look for some residential... Uh, college kind of things for him I, I watched the program the other night and I have to say it was really quite touching it was it was nice to see a different side to to Katie uh, what, what have you made of it I don't know if you've seen it, but what have you see that but absolutely
2: I saw the tail end of it last night and um, completely agree with you hit the nail on the head I think that so many people will see a different side to Kate um, a lot of people I think can be guilty of Believing what they read or kind of having an assumption of someone in the public eye. And, um, I think that behind closed doors, regardless of what people's opinions are, Mm -hmm. um, there's no denying or taking away that that girl's a good mum. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And you can tell that she absolutely adores Harvey for the last 18 years. Um, I mean, I can only imagine how hard that is, you know, um, with four other kids as well. she She's, I think, great mum and a really, really touching episode from what I saw. I'm definitely actually, after this show tonight, I'm gonna to be watching it from the beginning because I think it's um a great thing to get out there as well, to, to speak about and... Um,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's, yeah, a lot of people probably, yeah, like you said, have a preconception of what Katie Price is like, but when it comes to Harvey, it, she's a great mum and I don't think there's any way you can kind of take, he he obviously is besotted with her and she seems to be the only person that can kind of keep him calm. And, and, you know, when he's having his, his moments, which they, which they're quite, uh, you know, they show in some detail on, on the show, he, he kicks doors, he kicks in walls and windows. And one of the reasons they talk a bit about how he can be a danger to other, other kids. And so, I mean, it's really interesting, like, like how, but also how incredibly loving and and that he is and just fascinating to see that side of her, I think.
2: Yeah, definitely. And hopefully we'll give anyone out there that could be going through the same thing at home, um, hope, you know, and Mm. just I think it's really, really good when you kind of see documentaries and shows like that um, kind of through the looking glass showing the other side of things so hats off to Kate for doing that show and um he, he's just adorable I, I can't believe he's 18. I you know. know no, I mean, like, I
1: remember him being born
2: yeah do you know what I mean and, <laughs> I was and did. She did.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: so I feel like we've kind of well we have we've we've grown up seeing Harvey from her being pregnant to yeah yeah it's um yeah Bless him.
1: Crazy. Um, well, we, we have our show to get on with, and our first guest, Fern, is here, so uh, let's get her in. Your old macca
0: Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. There she is.
0: <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you, Fern?
2: <laughs>
1: you are looking absolutely gorgeous, Fern, I have to say.
0: <gasps> Stop. Thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> there you are. I'm
2: loving the hair, Fern.
0: Oh, thanks, babes. I've clipped it back just to get it out of my face. And I've got a lot of breakage going on where I've over processed and bleached my hair to fudge. But um, yeah, I uh, do you know what the day before my 30th, I was like, I just want it gone. I had this moment where I was like, cut all my hair off. This was last year. And um, here we are with like a, a mum bob, you know? <laughs>
1: well, this is, this is who you are
2: now,
0: isn't it? You know? <laughs> and now is like- a lovely Sunday. She's good. I can hear her scream. Literally two minutes before this this interview, she was screaming and going mad. But now she's really laughing. I can hear her downstairs running. Thank God I'm living with my friend Carl because he's entertaining her downstairs. (laughs) I'm like, is she going to creep up and get involved in the interview? (laughs) But yeah, she's good. Thanks for asking, Bob.
2: How is lockdown? I guess it's a completely... I mean, Sunday's
0: free now, isn't she? Yeah, she's three. So I'm actually day four of quarantining for 10 days because I've recently come back from a a trip to South Africa. So we're like, oh, no, we're day five. I'm losing track of days. But um, yeah, I mean, lo- this lockdown is completely different for, uh, to the first one for me because... I had my mum living with me on the first one. So I had like childcare on tap, whereas yeah. now the struggles are real. It's <laughs> like trying to get everything done, cook dinner, clean, look after a, a three-year-old and do work commitments. It's, uh, it's intense, but, you know, what can I do?
1: Well, better to be working, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. And you've, and you've just done, well, I guess you recorded it a little while ago, but you've done a, a new show, haven't you?
0: Yes, so Celebrity Best Home Cook is is out tonight, and it will be on every Tuesday and Wednesday at nine o'clock on BBC One, which I'm super excited and nervous about because I've not seen it. I will be watching um, watching it for the first time with everyone else this evening. So, <laughs> and how well, did
2: you find that phone? Because wasn't M- Mary Berry's a judge? She old oh, Mary.
0: Oh, honestly, Bob, <laughs> it was. So petrifying because I walked into this competition thinking I was, you know, like a relatively good cook. It's one thing cooking at home for your friends and fam. And it's another thing cooking for Dame Mary Berry. <laughs> like, the, the pressure was on. But listen, when she gives you a good comment, the world stands still. It, yeah. It's like the best feeling ever. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was an amazing show to be, to be a part of. And I felt privileged for even being considered, if I'm honest. And I'm such a foodie. So, yeah, it was a dream to, to do this show.
1: How does it kind of work, the show?
0: So it's um, it's two rounds and then a a, a, a contestant gets almost knocked out. Um, And so basically you you cook a dish that you've prepared at home and it's a different theme every single week. And then there's the rustle up round as well where one of the judges, Chris Bavin, he kind of pulls out this mysterious, no one knows what's in the brown paper bag. <laughs> and he, he pulls out an ingredient and you have to create something and rustle something up from the larder that you've been given. Oh. Um, and then if you find yourself in the, oh God, I can't even remember the name of the round. Because it was, uh, if you find yourself, is it? it's like a, an, an eliminator round where you then have to follow a recipe and it's, it's, um, it's judged blind, so literally, is it is anyone's game? You know, anyone could uh, could have won it, or anyone could have gone home. So yeah, it was really intense. Probably one of like, apart from, it, it was it was tough but challenging in a good way. You know,
1: yeah, made you think outside the box, I guess.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Because I say, depending what comes out that paper bag, there'd be some things I wouldn't have a clue. At to even cook something, do you know what I mean? <laughs> how would you peel it, how you cut it, what you put with
0: it? No, Barb, so, like, the night before a Russell up browns, I would actually lose sleep and I would be <laughs> frantically on, on, on online and Pinterest, like, searching aubergine, like, recipes <laughs> for an aubergine or recipes for... But the, sometimes the, the ingredients coming out of the brown paper bag was so random, like, you could not have guessed it. Um, but yeah, like like you said, you have to think outside the box and put any, any sort of <laughs> yeah. like cooking uh, experience that you that you have to good use. But yeah, it was a lot of fun.
2: Is there a no man on the same I'm <laughs> <Probably. laughs> <And> the <laughs> oh, yeah. only one I have to was...
0: <laughs> We've got some vagines from brown brown paper bags. Yeah. I know where your mind has gone. I know you. You know me
2: too well.
0: Um yeah.
2: Love this. We've said he's a a bit of a salt phone. Well, do you know? (laughs)
0: Thanks, Bob. Um, yeah, it's uh I mean, it's out there now in the press. So I've literally just seen an article today. So I might as well just say, yeah, there is. And I'm happy. And it's very early days, although I've known him for years. Um, I actually met him five years ago in Marbs. Would you believe it? (laughs) Of of course. (laughs) Of course. But um, yeah, it's early days. And I'll just see where it goes. And how has it gone from
2: like, like you say, five years of kind of friendship, I'm guessing have you kept in touch or texts here and there, to who who initiated the let's make it something else?
0: (laughs) Oh, Bob, I don't want to go into details. It was more of like, um, you know, I feel like everyone these days can keep in contact with people via social media and Instagram. Like, you can see what people are up to. You don't have to be texting every so now and then. But, you know, these circles are... Um, are quite small in London and Essex and the surrounding areas. So, you know, you, you might bump into old flames from time to time. And listen, like, we're having to almost, like... You're not going to meet anyone in lockdown, for goodness sake. So we're having to <laughs> tap up some old plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God,
1: I think God. that's that's fair enough. And I think you're, you're definitely not the only person doing that at the moment. How do you, how have you kind of, I know you said you're, it's been different this lockdown, but how are you getting through this? You know, I know you're big on kind of your exercise and doing all that. Have you been keeping that up and
0: doing all that sort of stuff? So, yeah, I think for me, I... I've worked really hard to learn tools to keep me sane and positive. And of course I have wobbles and I definitely have had my fair few, uh, my fair share of struggles, but I just know what it takes to pick myself up quick like quicker than whereas before, if I didn't know these sort of things, and that's a case of exercise and fueling my body with goodness, simple things like making sure that I'm drinking enough water, and wine ofs got to strike the balance there guys I'm not I'm not uh nice whispering
1: yeah. angel can't go wrong <laughs> oh, now you're talking
0: my language mate. but um and also I'm big into meditation and mindfulness and counting my gratitudes every night and I've started journaling which is like a 2021 resolution of mine but just by doing all of these things and creating almost like your own little rituals and small daily disciplines can really really help even though it might seem like a big task say for example if you're new to exercise just to get over that first hurdle and just go for a walk like get your steps in Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to get outside and get exercising for sure.
1: Yes but I've been talking a bit about that myself because every morning I've, I've got a day job but like I make sure every morning I go out before I work so that I've got just something new in my head like I listen to a podcast I just get out unless it's peeing down the rain you know yeah. but other than that like just to get out because otherwise I'm just stuck in these four walls all the time it's important to get out of those
0: I think it's really really important to to get outside I mean I can't leave the perimeter of my house right now so oh, I yeah. would, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like oh my god I could absolutely die just to go for a walk you know it'd be it'd be <laughs> a luxury um, but yeah, I think just getting outside and keeping in contact with people, and um, even your neighbours. Like I think lockdown has, has has taught us to like, you know, just just there's a real sense of community at the moment, and just mm-hmm. to get outside and and do those sort of things is key. Definitely, Fern. You
2: mentioned 2021 and journaling being one of your resolutions. What
0: what's in store for your 2021? Oh, God, I mean, I-, I thought that we wouldn't have been in a lockdown, but here we are, back again. Um, I'm Woo-hoo! almost like, woo, lockdown party, <laughs> kitchen parties with me and my friend Carl. And
2: that's about
0: it. Um, no, what, what I'm, I'm actually welcoming the uncertainty because, like, we we got the T-shirt last year, and we know what we're dealing with, so I'm just gonna try and be positive. And actually sometimes when you don't really know what's going to happen, like we can't plan for goodness sake, because Mm. our plans seem to go out the window and we can't really do a lot. So I'm just like, do you know what? I'm here for it. What will be, will be. Um, And like, I don't want to drum too much about it, but I'm, I'm literally so into manifesting and meditating and making vision boards that I'm just hoping for the best guys. So I don't know. I don't know what's... I've got some exciting projects and first time mum is coming back, which is really exciting and just going to see, see what happens. Amazing. Positively all the way, Fern. Yeah, all the way, all the way. I think it's key to try and shift that mindset if you're feeling low and negative to try and... And I know people are struggling, but try to like put a positive spin on things
1: definitely how
0: are you guys anyways Bob I'm loving this quilted <laughs>
2: backdrop.
1: you I'm get so much you get so many comments about that bloody headboard we should get it sponsored the show
2: yeah, <laughs> yes do, do you know the thing is as well this is kind of where I spend my life at the minute I just feel like as everyone we barely leaving the house because of um, I'm, old,
0: I'm in my on my bed as well
2: <laughs> the old lucky day had COVID over the Christmas and New Year, to so spent a lot of time <gasps> sleeping 14 hours a day in it but um do you know what, I am lit- I find things overwhelming sometimes. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I've had certain days this lockdown where I've kind of struggled mm-hmm. a little bit, but I think rather than trying to, it's rather than being overwhelmed thinking, when's it gonna end and all that, just one day at a time, baby steps. That's
0: it that's it 100% that's why I think it's really important in life and I'm not going to sit here and start preaching because I don't think it's that sort of radio show but it's like for me for me to, to I think it's really important to find like find opportunities where you can be in the present moment so instead of getting lost in this worrying things that you can't control to like literally be in the present and by taking each day by day is like is key, you know, and finding like things where that you can do to bring yourself into the present moment. That's why I love home cooking so much. Mm. I literally love it and anyone can do it from store cupboard goods, like just open your fridge and like I said, get an ingredient, type it into Pinterest, <laughs> pulls up like a, a heap load of recipes and just get cooking.
1: <laughs> you know it's interesting. I don't, I don't actually have a Pinterest account but you're not the first person to say that. I didn't realize you'd get like recipes and stuff on there.
0: Do you know what? And you're not the first person that I'm actually giving this top tip to because the other day I said it to someone I can't remember who, but I was like, I actually, you know, like you get people that use Pinterest boards to like plan their weddings and their interior design and credit the day and all of that it's nonsense. I'm definitely not getting married anytime soon. Let's face it, not many people are at these days. But no. um, yeah, like I just live for recipes. They're so good. They're so cool, and like yeah it's it's great to to find something that you might want to cook
1: is sunday quite good are you is she quite good with eating as a baby or is she
0: well it's like a massive not a baby pet hate. Anymore, no well she well, she'll always be my baby yeah, but it's um it's a massive pet hate of mine is is fussy eaters i can't stand it and i i really live to, to eat i love oh, bob bob will know what i'm like we used to like on our Taui days any sort of any chance to get out to a restaurant and we would just order the whole menu and share everything. And that's what I'm all about. I feel like food brings people together and, um and I want to influence Sunday with that and, and kind of expose her to a variety of food. So she's, she gets involved in the kitchen and helps me to mix and, and chop things up and peel the carrots, etc. So but I mean, I, I'm saying this like a mum of the year. She is fickle as fudge. <laughs> like she literally is that like one minute she loves her salmon stir fry, the next minute she's like, "That's yucky," and she only wants to eat sour cream and try a Pringles. So you know, it's a battle. It's a Go after my I'm
1: own heart. On. I'm down with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you! Thank you so much for joining us, Fern. So lovely to see you again, my love.
0: Oh, and you, Gorge, you look really well.
2: Oh,
1: bless so you, lovely you. chatting
0: to you guys. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Fern. Really appreciate See, it. It's been so fun. fun eh?
0: Bye, Stephen. L- bye, Bob. Bye.
2: Love bye. to bye. Sunday. Bye, darling.
0: Bye.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice, nice to catch up. Nice bit of a towering catch up there. Um, I'm quite looking forward to seeing Celebrity uh, Best Home Cook, to be honest. I want to get I'm some tips.
2: forward to bit of no... Bit of no TV to watch yeah. as well. <laughs>
1: yes, it's the only <laughs> thing we've got.
2: Yeah. This is life now. Yeah.
1: I, d- I can't go out and see my friends, but I can watch another TV show. Um, <laughs> well, very exciting. Speaking of TV shows, uh, First Dates is back, and so, uh, Merlin uh, is here, so let's get him in. Perfect. Hello. There Hello. Hey, <laughs> You're well. Yeah, how are, you? how are you, Merlin? You're looking very smart. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Well, it's First Dates time, isn't it? So... <laughs> <laughs>
1: course
3: how, how, well, how have you been yeah very well thank you all things considered i suppose you know I, I, i'm here in my very quiet and very empty pub <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
1: that's the
3: that's the sad thing isn't it it, <laughs> it was really encouraging to see though in a recent news article that actually going to the pub was the second most missed thing by a majority of britons i i, I rather enjoyed seeing. i rather enjoyed reading that so so the love hasn't been lost which is great absolutely
2: Definitely not, not.
1: So you must be well, wondering, I guess, when, when we're going to be able to open again and things will be back to normal. What's your kind of instinct telling me? My
3: instinct on that? Uh, do you know what? It's, it's a fine balance, isn't it? We've got, we've got reports saying anything as early as what, sort of late Feb, March, and anything as late as June, July. I think we have to be wary. There's a balance. Hmm. I don't want to see... There's two things for me here, in fact. One, I don't want to see pubs reopen too early in the sense that then you might get some kind of resurgence, then you yeah. get more closure again. This whole open, closing, opening, closing, opening, closing thing gets very, very wearing, not only on I operators, bet. but also on our guests. You know, People end up getting very confused and not knowing what they're supposed to do. Um, and then alongside that as well, I think it's quite binary. Trade, I've, I've now tried trading under restrictions, under tier two and under tier three. It's absolutely impossible. At a yeah. point. So, quite frankly, I would rather wait until it's safe enough to open unrestricted. I think the day that any of us can belly up to a bar with your mate and actually stay at the bar, order a <laughs> yeah. pint or and a talk nice to tea the tea. barman, yeah. Right, talk to the barman, have a porn star martini, hug your <laughs> yes. friend. It's going to be boom time for restaurants, bars, and pubs across the land where we can do that. It really is. I think that's one thing that, yeah, actually, you're right. And I,
1: actually, I probably haven't thought of it a bit like that. Is that when we, when they can open, it's going to be like an explosion going
3: off, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Uh, but providing that we can use them in the way that we know and feel comfortable, you know, mm. being so, we're social animals, we're social creatures. We need it. We really need it.
2: Absolutely. <clears throat> Have you heard any word of a, a new series of first dates coming up that you can? That you can tell us about.
3: Um, well, as in the series that's on at the moment, which just started last week. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, Manchester.
1: That's right. It's, oh it's yes, brilliant. of course. Yeah. So it's changed. It's changed locations. How's how's that been?
3: Uh, that's ace. I, I I think you know as it, yeah, a change is great. It keeps things fresh. It keeps things interesting, um, uh, and it's it's nice to sort of spread further afield outside of London um, and, and, and go and visit other parts of the country. Manchester in itself, actually, being up there is fantastic. I think it's a great city. Um, I really do. I, I discovered the joys of bacon nans for breakfast every morning. <laughs> it's, it's this, this is very good. Anyone who's familiar with Manchester will know exactly which restaurant I mean and where I was going for those. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, yeah, what, what, is it a different crowd? What's the, what's the deal? Uh, is it a different crowd? Well, yeah, every city's got their own sort of feel, haven't they? Yeah. So they, they, they really have. Uh, Manchester definitely it's uh, it's joyful. It's a really joyful city. People are very, very friendly. Uh, I always I'd, I'd always walk I'd, I'd always walk back after work. Okay, to where I was staying. I'd I'd walk back. Um, And and people would. They'll they'll smile at you. They'll say hi on the street. They'll just sort of walk next to you and have a little chat for five minutes before going off on their own way. Um, And I really enjoyed the sociable aspect of Manchester. It's clearly very vibrant, very friendly, great banter, lovely people.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I love love a little night out in Manchester. Does it feel like it's got a slightly different vibe because it's kind of on location almost compared to being in London
3: this time? Well, yeah, as I say, everyone's got their own sort of different feeling. Yeah, the restaurant works for us in a different way. I mean, you know, as, as, as well as doing first dates as a, as a television show, it's a functioning restaurant. It's a fully functioning restaurant. We have chefs cooking real food, myself making real drinks for service. Um, you know, uh, our waiters and waitresses, CC and Grant, and so on, they're, they're taking plates out to people's tables. So we're still functioning as a real restaurant. And in, in that sense, yeah, it, it always has a different feeling. Every place does. Um, and it was, it was really quite nice to get used to a new space and a uh, uh, work like that. Um, from my side on the bar, it was lovely to have a. It's a much bigger bar there, loads of space <laughs> yeah. to roam around. Honestly, loads of space. <laughs> How did you first get involved in the show? It was an interview, quite simply. There was a job. Oh, really? advert There was a job advert posted, and, and somebody poked me on a on a social media site and said, "Hey, we've 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 got a job advert. I think you'd be good. Why didn't you apply?" So I honestly had no idea what this was mm. for. Right? I, it just says it, it was listed along the lines of Channel Four looking for a bartender okay so i'm like okay well i've done some freelance bartending at the time i had some i had a bit of free time so i was like okay i'll, I'll go for this 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 could be fun i've, I've done some work with telly before it's just, it always this fun uh, so i've gone on to an interview and, and talked to the uh, and talk to a lovely lady um uh, we've got a well and then she's told me that it's for the channel for television show called first day she goes you might want to go home and and, and have a little look at it you'll find some clips on youtube and this and that and the other so I've gone and done that and had a look. And my understanding was from, from watching, you know, the stuff they told me to watch was that, okay, great. You'll be there and you'll just be making some drinks for these people in the, in, in the restaurant and so on. And, and that's really sort of it. And I looked at it and went, yeah, I could do that. that. That looks like that'll be quite good fun to watch. So I get there for the, for the first day's work, you know, uniformed up, I'm all ready to go, stand behind a bar, set up my kit. I bring all my own shakers, my tools and bits and bobs. So I've, I've set up my station. I've got myself ready for service. Um, and a gentleman's come over with a microphone and go, do you mind if I poke this up your shirt and, you know, it starts fiddling around with my trousers and stuff. Um, and, and I'm like, what's that for? Why? Uh, and he goes, well, you're going to have to chat to the dates, aren't you? He's that like, am I? He goes, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, well, if you, if you want me to. Um, you know, and it all came as a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, and so we chatted away to the dates and, and it seemed to have gone well. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm very happy that we're still doing it. I really enjoy it. It's great fun. It's turned out to be uh, one of the best things I've ever done. In fact. Oh, that's nice.
2: (laughs) Is there anything like? And as we all know, our TV works. We don't always see the the full. If it gets said, it doesn't. We don't. We don't see that the whole evening because the show would be on for about three days. (laughs) But uh, is there anything that kind of stands out to you behind the scenes that we might not have seen that is either been like hilarious or cringe or?
3: I wouldn't say hilarious or cringe, Bobby, because those moments you see, that, that, you know, that's what you're getting, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, Bobby, right? Because you know, you're absolutely right. There's, you're talking about thousands of hours of, of stuff we're collecting there, really, um, at the end of the day. Um, I mean, I suppose the bits you want to see, it's, you get a real sense of what a catalyst it is. It's a catalytic process. You're, you're creating the stage for something natural to mm. happen. But you need it to happen a bit faster than it would do in normal life. That's yeah. the whole point. You, know, the, the sort of the, you feel that there's this pressure is on there. It might take you several dates, several weeks of dating, or maybe several months for some people of dating, to get to the points at which our daters do by the end of their time together. right? But they are. What you see in maybe 15 or 20 minutes worth of date, they, they've had a good three four sometimes five or six hours long date they've had a very long date at the bar I sometimes have people for 20 minutes half an hour 45 minutes you know both singly and then there's a couple um depending on what's happening you know and, and you're right a lot of that gets condensed down, so you get all the best bits Bobby don't worry <laughs> <the> <laughs> how did the show deal with like social distancing and stuff did you
1: have to deal with all of that filming this it was
3: interesting film yeah because this was so this was after the first lockdown um and just before the curfews came in and then we entered the tier systems um so yeah it was obviously you know everyone was quite concerned how do we do this safely how do you make first dates without making it look like we're in the place that we are um because let's face it, this is one thing I love about first dates—it makes you feel good. It's really feel good telly. So, and if I'm really honest, you don't want to be reminded of what's going on when you mm-hmm. watch it, do you? Yeah. So. It was closed set working. Um, honestly, I was, test, I, I was test. I swear, some of these guys that do tests, they were they, they were pizza chefs or something in a previous lifetime that were they get up your nose. Know, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Um, so yeah, we, we were tested rigorously and regularly. Um, and, and obviously your standard symptom checks and so on and temperature checks are incredible amounts of, of, of health and safety and hygiene uh bubbled ways of working for various people involved in how we manage and run the restaurant as well um and, and things like that all of our guests anyone who came in and the whole thing was closed locked down um, it was fumigated and swabbed and cleaned morning and evening and so on um nobody was allowed in without a negative test and everyone was done on tests and we were given these very fancy two-hour tests oh as yeah well. so yeah yeah, so it was rigorously controlled, rigorous adhesion to safety. Um, which, it, as it. I say, as an honourable racer, I, I know a fair old bit about. I got that 47-page guidance <laughs> document and I had to put a lot of it into effect here at my own place. Like
2: <laughs> Are you becoming a little bit of a, a professional now in terms of, can, can you have two people stood at that bar and can you instantly feel if there's that, that moment like that, you know, that connection? Can you first drink, sense it now?
3: sometimes yeah so do you know what sometimes it catches you by surprise because in all honesty i don't get to see all of it you know i'm like i've got somebody else at the bar sometimes by the time they're already getting on at the table you see what i mean and, and so until it comes out i actually never know until it comes to air what's actually happened with these people course, yeah. and sometimes it comes as a surprise i be like I, I didn't think they were getting on that well and conversation didn't seem to be flowing so well but clearly they did and it worked out but other times you're absolutely right you can see it like yeah. the whole world stops no it's that moment, they lock eyes, right? And nothing else exists around them. And, and it is quite something to see like when they really, really hit it off. I know, do you know what? The way I know it happens. Is you, you walk in, I don't like to be a third wheel, right? So you, you let a person chill, you let them gather their thoughts, right? They've got their drink, you have a little chat. Leave us chill for a minute, you give me a shout if you need anything, right? Come back when their date gets there, because date would want a drink. So you'll walk up and you'll stand there. They won't notice you. So,
2: hello?
3: <laughs> no. No, they're there. They're, they're just in their zone. Locked eyes. Mm, yeah. That's it. And that's you're right. That's that moment. You can see it. It's happening. You might as well not exist, which is great. This is exactly what we want. And it has it's happened to yeah. me several times. I'll stand there for a couple of minutes like a melon. Just, okay. I'll just I'll just leave you to it. Do you know what if you want to drink really that badly, you'll give me a shout and a wave, won't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. They were that it's Yeah, it's it's about the people and they're fantastic. And this is this is what we're there to do, is connect them. And uh, when they connect instantly, it's a really special time. Yeah. When can we catch the show? Okay. Tuesdays at 10 on Channel 4. You can watch our brand new series of first dates uh, with all the joys that Manchester has to bring. Awesome. Well, thank you thank so much you. for speaking to us, Melan. Really appreciate it. Absolute Thanks. pleasure, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Georgia.
2: Thank you for joining us. Take <laughs> care. Yes. Bye, I've
3: yeah. just remembered I, f- I forgot to ask my
1: cocktail question. I know. <laughs> 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 what am I going to do with this... Anyway, I'm going to have to Google it, aren't know. What a nice well, guy, though.
2: Really nice. And you know what It's so it's It's feel-good telly in a show like that, especially during what's going on. I think that's kind of the thing you want to just escape and just zone out and watch.
1: All these people can date, though. What's going on? I can't even oh, get someone to text me back.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: God damn it. Um, I believe our final guest, uh, Neil, is ready to go. So let's uh, get him in.
2: Hello. How's it all going, Neil? You're keeping well? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm keeping myself
4: busy. I'm, um, every day I'm, I'm trying to improve myself. So I'm trying to make a schedule that I wake up in the morning and I don't check my phone. Because that used to be my bad habit. Wake up in the morning, look at your phone, and then you go, oh, messages. And then you go, oh, let me just scroll a bit. Oh, what's this? Oh, what's on Instagram? What's on TikTok? Before you know it, an hour is gone. Yeah. And, and, your do- and your dogs are looking at you with their legs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so now's, the
1: now's the time, Neil. Now's the time.
4: Exactly, exactly. So now I, my alarm goes off. I then set another alarm and I meditate for about five minutes, get up. And the first thing I do is open my window, make my bed, take the dogs for a walk. And the moment I do all of that, I'm switched on. I'm ready to go. Yes.
2: Yeah. I think that's a good idea, and you know what? I think we're all really guilty of that, and I'm the same, my phone is the last thing I look at at night as well, like literally, it's on your bedside table, so I'll look at it before I go to bed, when I wake up, and you kind of realise, especially now that we don't really leave the house a lot, how much time we are spending on our phones.
4: Yeah, especially when your phone turns around to you and it gives you a little notification to say oh, you spent. <laughs> yeah, and it says 20 on 20 hours 30, yeah, a week on Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, only seven. <laughs> <laughs> I have got that many people, you know. i all the millions of followers you two have got. Uh, how, how have you been? You know, Strictly's obviously finished in uh, before Christmas, and then you know we've had this lockdown. You, you know, you how have you been like dealing with it and? Uh,
4: you know, trying to stay in. Okay, so my normal thing is, everyone knows, I I love traveling on my own, I love getting away. Normally, we finish strictly on the Saturday, we would have the after party, and I have all of my luggage with me, and (laughs) I actually go from the after party directly to the airport, (laughs) and I travel for about a month. I just go and see somewhere different. And of course, this year, it couldn't happen. Um, Then I was like, you know what, it's all right. I'm going to spend Christmas with my mom and family and all like that. But then we went into lockdown. So it was like, no, you can't, you know, Mr. Boris Johnson with his little thumb, he started, <laughs> he started, he started giving out the information that's saying, we're not going to have Christmas this year. So I just chose to basically treat it like any other day. So I was like, it's not Christmas for me. Um, it's not New Year's Eve. It's just any old day. I'm going to spend time with the dogs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think loads it. of us had to make that
2: decision, didn't we? And same mm-hmm. with you, Bob. You had to do the same, right? Yeah, well, I kind of I slept through it. But as I've said a few times, <laughs> out, if, you, if you had to miss a Christmas and a New Year, um, that was the one to miss. So I mean, not that you would want COVID, but if you're going to have it, that was kind of the one to have it because it wasn't it wasn't really a Christmas and New Year as we know it, was it? No, um, definitely not. But talking of strictly last series, obviously we saw all the changes because obviously following the guidelines, how did you feel? She wasn't partnered up with a celeb, was she? No, you no. Got about that? No, you know what? I, I get asked that question
4: quite a bit and- uh, We want to see more
1: of you, Neil, that's why. I, <laughs> I know, I know. And, and you know what?
4: I appreciate that so much because from the fans, when people start to say, you know, it happens every year because there's going to be normally, there's normally more pros than there are celebs yeah. on a normal year. So somebody will sit down one year um, and we know, you know, it's all depending on what celeb comes in. Um, but this year was something completely special because we when everything started happening, we knew there's gonna be less celebs. Um so at that moment, our minds were ready for it, you know. And I just turned around and I said, Look, if this show happens this year, I don't care what role I have. Just to yeah. be part of it, working, I will appreciate everything. And honestly. Um, I was there for them. If they needed anything. I said, "I'll be there. Don't worry." I didn't. I wouldn't
1: say no to anything because I was just happy to be dancing and working. What was it like doing it without an audience? And you know, you guys are able to make a lot of noise you? <laughs> on the, <on> the sidelines. <laughs> side oh, it was. You know, it was, we had different
4: moments because first we had the hotel. Oh where yeah. We were doing all the group numbers, and we actually loved this part because it was the first year where we did all the group numbers in one go and we got everything done before the show even started. So we actually turned around and we we're like, if that could happen every year, go for it, go for it. We, we absolutely loved it. Um, the fact with the audience, it's so different because when we used to compete, um, we were so used to judges on the side or other professionals that they don't really clap for you. They're always judging you even when they're sat there meant to be the audience. So when you start, with Strictly and you do performances like tours. It's crazy because all of a sudden, all of these people in a stadium have come to watch you because they like you. We're not used to that as competitors. (laughs) We're we're normally trying to grab the attention. So actually when the show started um, and it was only production there, it was fine for us because we were performing anyway for the cameras knowing there's people at home. But then during the main show, it it was our job. You know, it it was for us to create the atmosphere. And um, I had a lot of water. Yeah, the thing is we had to keep doing it and we were losing our voices. Because even the moment when we did have some audience in, they all had to wear masks and they could clap, shake their hands, but no, you know, they couldn't couldn't scream or anything. So it was still up to us to do it every week. Yeah.
2: Last year also we saw our first ever same-sex couple. Do you think that's something that will return now that that kind of milestones been done it, do you think bbc will go with that again
4: you know, i think it's one of these things where for all of us as dancers we we never we never looked at it as anything different or special because through most of my time like when my sister started dancing she had a girl partner all of her life you know i think she only ever had one male partner so you know when everybody was talking about it, it's like yeah if it, if it happens it happens everyone's fine with it if, if they turn around and say, Neil, we want you to dance with a guy next year, go for it. Like I don't mind because it's, it's one of these things. It's, it's about dance. And that's what Katia and Nicola were so good at. That Such and a and shame, I was, isn't it? <laughs> it was a shame with COVID, but I was so happy they came back and performed in the final mm-hmm. because I thought it was a great performance. And, and I think they just showed everybody, look, it's two people dancing together. Uh, there you go. And it was, it was great. It was marvelous.
2: Me and you next year, Neil, Well, this year. Do it. Hold yeah. it on. Do it, Bobby, do it. I'm there. I'm
4: there for you.
2: We'll be lifting up that glitter bowl. <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs>
4: Bobby, Bobby, I'd be your best teacher. I'd be your best teacher. You'd love every moment. You're a hard worker, though, aren't you?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I, I, and I, I love the show. Do you know, I think it's one of those shows that... You're actually coming away with a talent. You know what I mean as well? Because to learn that skill, I mean, what you guys do week in, week out is just incredible. So uh, to, to learn that, and, and I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do.
4: No, You know what? If you can, I, I, with Alex, we were doing 11, 12 hours a day. Um, but time, time just flew past. Like you, we didn't even realize, you know, because you're so busy with what you're trying to do. And, you, and when you do the first routine, it's like, okay, first routine's done, this is fine, you know. But then the competition starts. And then it's not about the others, it's about yourself. You're like, I want to improve, I want to be better. Um, so the hours just fly by, you know, and it's so many times. Like, OT was in the other room to us most of the time. And we're both leaving at the same time,
1: you know. Like, that's what happened each week. There's, there's um, been some suggestion that everyone, all the dancers have been signed up for the next series. Is that true, or do you know anything about that yet, or...? I don't know if they have, they haven't told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the story suggested that because everyone had behaved so well and it all got really well, that oh, all that, of the dancers are back. Are you hoping that you'll be back then in that case? And, and will yeah. you? are you up for
4: it if it is? Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we have, it's not just the dancers, it's the full production, camera, everybody behind the scenes, hair, makeup, the lot. Everybody is so good at what they do. And normally you only see people not coming back because they're going on to try and do something else. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a type of show, even when other people have come from other productions, they've turned around and said, oh my God, I want to work with Strictly. Because uh, everyone, Sarah, like SJ, she is incredible. And I turned around to her this year and I said, you deserve all the awards in the world for what you've created, you know? And it was emotional for everyone because mm-hmm. we all work so hard. Um, so I, I definitely I want to come back and um, I'm sure everyone else and I love working with all my dancers so we still we're in contact every day always like little phone calls like what's going on are you all right <laughs> you're, you're still same <laughs> yeah same yeah. old
1: same as yesterday <laughs> exactly exactly and you have been doing some virtual dance classes haven't you
4: yeah well it was something I um so I created my own style um about six years ago as you do. Which, which, yeah, you know, it's one of those things, you get bored and you go, let's, let's try and reinvent the wheel. <laughs> um, and I just turned around I was like, you know, I love Latin dancing, but the biggest problem a lot of people have is finding a partner. So I was like, okay, let's look at Latin dancing, how we can do it without having to have a partner. But I also have a love for commercial dancing. I love street dancing. So then I started mixing it up together thinking, okay, how can we take the rhythms from Latin but also add movements from street. Um, And that's how Urban Ballroom came around. So I was already doing that. And I was doing my classes um, two years ago, every Sunday, even when I was dancing. So I'd dance with Alex. And then on the Sunday, when it was meant to be my day off, I'd continue the classes with people. Um, And then this year, I just started with the online classes. And I've continued ever since then. So I'm enjoying it.
2: I better sign up to give myself a little bit of practice before we we hit Blackpool Uh, in a few months.
4: Exactly. Oh, definitely. Blackpool, we're talking the final, final.
2: Uh, Absolutely, definitely.
4: You have to come and join me in the mornings. I do like a 15 minute live every day. Just a few little movements. Come and join me for it.
1: We actually had Katia come on to our uh, 200th show and she tried to teach uh, me and Johanna at the time a little routine to uh, Murder on the Dance Floor, which is my oh, yeah. favourite song. I, I am terrible. I don't think I could do, I've been to one Lindy Hop class once with a friend of mine. It oh. was horrendous. I was like the worst man in the room. So, I mean, as much as I would love to, Neil, <laughs> I would only embarrass myself. <laughs> but, that's, but that's okay, no one has to see you. So, <laughs> you okay, can hide yeah. away. I can just treat it like a little Zumba class, can't I? Exactly, <laughs> like,
4: and you know what? I even do it in a way with it's, you can just use your arm so you can sit on your chair or you can even still be in bed not <laughs> a
1: problem I it out <laughs> yeah. I mean a little I think uh, you're, you're very well liked Neil and I think um, you know and, and that's not necessarily always a given considering you have uh, in the last what four or five years you've been on the show you've only had one partner but people are very interested in you that has sometimes led to some rather big headlines and and things that you probably haven't been expecting and some yeah. attention on your personal life how has that been for you and um, what one thing it turns
4: around to me and I, I, I start saying in the future, when I'm in a relationship, I'm keeping it quiet. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to let anybody know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of these where um, I turn around to everyone. I'm ginger. Yeah, I'm ginger and I was a dancer. So I've been bullied most of my life. So it, 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 when articles start coming out, I always know what's the truth and what's not the truth. So I tend not even to read it half the time. And if I do, if I want to giggle, then I read and I go, okay, you've got, you got about 10% of it, right? You know, like this. <laughs> I'll you give you that, you got that bit. Yeah, <laughs> good, good on you, good on you. Yeah, it's, I think it's one of those things, it's not easy because um, it, we, we're talking about this with friends because it's, no one ever looks at themselves or says like, what's a celebrity, who's not a celebrity and all that. We're, we're just people that are like, I'm just on a TV show. I'm doing what I've always done all my life, but the only difference is, we get up to like 15 million people watching us do it. So of course, that's gonna bring headlines. Um, but I, I turn around and I say, look, my mum, she grounds me every time. So she puts me in my place, you know, but even sometimes my mum calls me and like, is that
1: true? And I'm like, mum, no, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think you're probably right on the keep it, keep it on the down low next time. JB. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, so where can, we can find your, your classes on your Instagram is that right yeah you can find them on my uh,
4: Instagram or if you type in like um, urban little line they're all on there as well um, yeah and people just come and join on the Instagram lives if they like those 15 minutes Monday to Friday join in
1: Get up on I,
4: I want to see your names on there <laughs> I'm not going to Let's promise anything, Neil, but you never know. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby is, because Bobby's going to be doing
2: his rehearsals. We are, we are getting the rehearsals in early just so we can smash it. We, we're going we're gonna to. Let's go get this it.
1: ball rolling. We can make some calls to the BBC. I'm
2: into yeah. it. Let's get on the phone. First, it, Bobby. first two males to d- double up together. Perfect. I'm into it. Talking of reality <laughs> TV, it. Neil, now you've obviously, like you say, you're part of such a massive show so many people recognize you and follow you are you open to doing any other reality shows um wow like what what one <laughs> put them out there um you know what
4: i would oh, you do i'm a celeb well i love i'm a celeb i love watching it the biggest thing is it's at the exact same time as Strictly. Oh, yeah, and if i e- if i ever have the choice i'm always going to say strictly um because i love the show um but Still, I still watch it, you know. I still love watching it and I love what it's about. And sometimes I'm watching things going, ooh, could I do that? Uh, I think I would have smashed everything this year. I didn't think it was that difficult.
1: Oh, please, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and can you sing? What about the male singer? Can you dress oh. up sing a singer song?
4: You know what? I always say to people I can't sing. Some people say I can hold a note, but I, I think I need some lessons. But, yeah, I had, I, I had it once while I was just sat there. And on my Twitter, it just kept going. Everyone was going, it's Neil, it's Neil, it's Neil. And I'm like, what is this about? And then I looked and I was like, who were they saying? I, I can't even remember who they were saying I was on there. But they said I was one of the masked singers. But
1: yeah, no. <laughs> oh, well, well you, you never know. We may, you may have said that, but we're going to see you unmask yourself. On yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming up. Oh, right, it, all yeah. I'm,
4: I'm good at hiding things, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, Neil. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us. And um, good luck with the classes. My pleasure. And, um, and let's all, let's all keep our fingers crossed for later in the end. Hopefully, you'll have an audience.
4: <laughs> oh, that would be so good. But I tell you, I'm going travelling first. <laughs> Fair, I can <laughs> understand that. As
1: soon as it opens up,
4: you'll, you'll be seeing me there. Passport stamps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, good luck with it, Neil. And nice to speak to you again. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you.
2: Ta- take care. Thanks for joining us. Bye, Bye. Bobby. Well, Bye, hi. Stephen. Bye. See you later.
1: Bye. Uh, again, great chatting with him. And um, it's nice to, nice to see him chat. keep him well.
2: Yeah, definitely. Keeping well, keeping positive. And I think, do you know what? That's such a good idea, what he said. Just having that little digital detox, not looking at your phone. I'm going to actually so try odd, and do that because I am really conscious that it is the last thing I look at, which, see, especially, you can tell you're single when the last thing you look at is a phone when, when you sleep in a bed <laughs> on your own.
1: <laughs>
2: it's your bit of company, isn't
1: it, Bob? I yeah, know the not, feeling.
2: Lay, <laughs> not laying next to anyone. So you look at the social media. Then you wake up and you look at. Just to feel
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> um Well, uh, uh, another good show. I'm, I would ask you what you're doing for the next week, Bob, but there's really no <laughs> point. So practicing
2: um, for Strictly now, and I.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all you've got. You've got you've got uh, Neil's class to do anyway. So um so yeah, at least you've got busy. Um, Well, well for uh, I've got nothing, nothing planned, and it's gonna rain all the re- ne- next week, isn't it? Anyway, so. Uh, that's
2: true well you've got a week to try and find out what to do with that um drink he was going to put in a cocktail oh, yeah.
1: which i can't drink so i'm not drinking for 100 days so oh, yeah really no point we'll do so, it in april <laughs> yeah i'm gonna down the whole bottle in bloody <laughs> april christ i actually do have a bottle of whispering angel as well that i can get on, i can get on uh oh i love a whispering so. angel i'll have the whole thing to myself so because it's a treat isn't it treat um, <laughs> um, okay well thanks for listening everyone and uh until next week goodbye
2: Bye, guys. Stay safe.